talk to the creator, right? We take the accountability to the creator, right? Well, especially if that person is like uh, nerve wrenching and that person is a nuisance, right? Um, of course not. That's going to give them even more power, you know, or think, you know, thought that they are having some sort of power over you. If you, you know, take accountability in front of them. Right. Um, yes. And and not don't twist this in any way. That's not what I'm, I'm not saying. Don't take accountability in front of, the, you know, that person. But I'm saying um, sometimes you don't have to. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where living intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I'm your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is learning and healing with the wellness panor part two guys we had to bring her back because the conversation was so inspiring so enlightening and um we didn't get a chance to finish our conversation so i thought it was important to bring her back on so we can finish out our conversation and allow transformation healing and of course um incorporating boundaries in our life to happen so now before we get into today's episode this podcast is sponsored by intentional investments our biz box program is now live guys are you interested in starting a business but cannot seem to find the creativity resources or time to do so where well, our newest program biz box is your business solution in a box we will provide you with the support from start to finish from branding to marketing we have you covered the only thing you need to worry about is your launch date. For more information, feel free to email us at info at intentionallyposh.com or click the link provided in the show notes. Now, to get into today's episode, our guest is back again, Ms. Tiana Allen, for the second time. And this time, we're diving into the things we could not get into last time. So let me reintroduce you to our guest, Five-time author, self-love mentor, success strategist, and international speaker, she joins us today to discuss her journey into discovering her intention and purpose in life. Hello, Miss Allen. How are you? And thank you again for being a part of the podcast for a second time. Hey, yes, absolutely. The conversation was so nice. You had to talk to me twice, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. I had to get you back on here quick at that. So thank you again for being so open to come on the podcast in such a short amount of time. Um, I do want to just dive into a quick recap for our listeners who didn't get a chance to listen to the previous episode. And if you did not get a chance to listen to the previous episode, I suggest you stop this podcast now and go back and listen to that one so you can really understand um, today's episode in our talk. So again, for our listeners who have not um uh, eager to hear today's conversation can you tell us about your journey into entrepreneurship yeah absolutely last conversation I went on a whole tangent <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing though. I was just talking about some of everything and um yeah so to to kind of recap um 
The Wellness Sanctuary is my healing studio, and um, we're going to celebrate 16 years since conception of the, the vision, the dream, the idea, right? So um, a lot of entrepreneurs, um, when they're first starting out with a, a, a project or a business, right, they say that they're pregnant with purpose, right? So um, it's going to be 16 years since I was pregnant with this purpose, which is now sprouted to be a successful healing studio, you know, with, uh, you know, that it, that's helped dozens of people, not even dozens, actually thousands of people um, heal from various things. Yeah. And I love it. And, you know, not to cut you off, I know in our previous conversation, we were talking about, you know, one of your clients that, you know, that you had a conversation with. And um, I think what I love most about your company and what you're standing for is the fact that, you know, we're going against the grain. And you started your business in a time where self-care and self-love wasn't really, you know, a movement or a thing, you know, past traumas and the conversations around, you know, childhood traumas and, you know, just being clear and um, finding that grounding and who you are wasn't what is now considered to be a trend today. So how has like your business kind of transformed over time from a point, you know, like you said, you, your baby is grown now. So it's a teenager at this point. Um, to a place where I'm pretty sure the conversation wasn't one that was always talked about as it is today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when I first started the journey, um, you know, I didn't know the power, you know, that I had within myself to be a healer, right? Um, right. I just knew that, and we'll talk about this more in detail, I was an empath. Right. And um, someone that, right. you know, feels um, other emotions and, and things and around the environment and, you know, energies very strongly. Right. Um, and I didn't even know what that term meant either. I just knew that it was something different and special about me that I, I saw things in life from a different lens, you know, from a whole nother perspective. Whereas, you know, you, you hear that term saying that people sometimes look through life through rose colored glasses. Um, well, right. I mean, I was seeing clearly 2020 vision back then. And it was just crazy to me that people didn't really, um, you know, hone into that as, as I did. And even from a young age, I started my business when I was in my twenties, you know, um, and, that's the defining time in any, you know, young uh, person's life, you know, in their 20s and you just figuring out yourself. And, you know, God was, you know, approached me and just said, you're a healer. I need for you to do this. And I'm all like, I'm still a baby. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing myself. What are you saying to me that I'm this powerful person and, you know, and, and thus this, this whole journey began, you know, with um, me being a, a, a business owner and me delving into the, the healing arena. You know, of course, any healer has to do some self-healing of their own. And, you know, I think any person living and breathing and walking in this life, any soul, right, because we're, 
you know, um, having human experiences, right? Any soul that's having this human experience in life needs to do some self um, healing and self-reflecting on some stuff, right? And so when we say the term healing, a lot of people just turn away from that and said, I'm not broken. I don't have anything wrong with me. I'm okay. I'm all right. I have a good life. But that doesn't mean that you're completely broken, right? So when I was, you know, just starting out in my journey and um, just understanding this process that God was putting me on, I didn't know what either term meant, you know, and I just had to go and walk along in, in that path and just stay the course because that voice every year would talk to me, that voice, the voice of God. And, you know, it was the same thing. Keep going, keep going. I have something for you right. and this is, you know, you're going to get it. You're not going to get it now, but keep going. And he's brought me amazing people in my path. He's brought me horrible people in my path, <laughs> you know, and he's brought me against myself a lot of times, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're up against ourselves, right? And we waste so much time looking at other things and other people and, you know, the, you know, whatever, instead of looking at, you know, who can we serve and how we can you know, do so, right? Because that's the light of a business, right? About who you serve and how you can serve them, right? But yeah, before I get on another tangent. <laughs> no, you not already love. I love, love, love just sitting back and hearing you because you have such power in your words. And like I said, you're in a space where, you know, like I said, self-love is just one of those things that have become a trend however I love to see that people are talking about it but the healing starts the moment that you actually look inward and you start dealing with those hard things that a lot of people are not truly dealing with so what was that moment for you when you kind of knew or you had like that aha moment like I'm different, you know, let me really discover the term, quote unquote, empath. Um, like, what was that moment for you? Um, well, you know, I, I think that's a multi-layered um, answer, right, to, to that one question. Because um, as we all are on some sort of journey, right, um, I know for myself, um, it's constant ahas, that I experienced. Right. Um, even, you know, this week, every end of the year is my defining moment, my time that, you know, God reveals a lot of things to me. It's what, November? And to be honest, it's, uh, I've already celebrated the new year, you know, in, in my mind, because the new, the, the, the new year is the end of the year for me. Um, so there's always different layers of me reflecting back. I go all the way back to when I'm, I was in Chicago um, as a teenager in the 90s and, in, 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 you know, high school, totally different times. You know, I go back to when I was in my 20s and, you know, working retail and not even wanting to go to, to, to college, you know, until that time, God just switched it all just in that right. moment. And, you know, and it just how fast everything went. And um, I reflect on those things all the time. So, you know, to answer your question, um, there's always several incidences of aha moments. So, I mean, I got to like pick one, right? <laughs>
<laughs> right. Right. And I guess like, um, well, I guess I kind of did leave that open and, you know, open ended statement or question. However, like I was, I guess I was trying to say like, at what was that first moment? Should I say when, you know, you kind of had that experience where you were just like, okay, I see the world in a different lens than, you know, a normal person. Because actually after we got off, you know, um, our first interview, I Googled like empath because um, I was like, okay, I know what an empath is, but what truly is an empath? And, you know, you started to research and it was so ironic. I came across a podcast, another podcast from... um, this lady, she her well, she sends me emails every morning, and it's called Mind Body Spirit. And she had emailed us about you know empath and knowing when you're an empath. I'm like, this is so crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, we just had this conversation. Here it is, an email coming, and like literally, she broke down the meaning of it. She had like you know answer like 30 questions, and it kind of told you you know whether or not you were an empath and I'm like wow like people do have these experiences but at what moment do they recognize like you know this is what take this is what the question or the answer to my question I've been having for so long as to you know I know you could probably feel like you know I'm a little different than the norm yeah so you're asking me when it was the first time that I realized I was an empath okay um let's see um it was about four years ago actually um I've always knew known like I said that you know I was different and I felt energies different and you know I'm I'm really intuitive um you know of course I'm also human so sometimes that intuition kind of gets drowned out by human distractions but, um, right. you know, highly intuitive and, and you know, it's just the, the thing about knowing that's unexplainable. It's like, I just know this. <laughs> right. um, yeah. And so exactly. you can see, you know, in, in with true empaths and true um, intuits and, you know, stuff, we can just see things, you know, um, in people, you know, through their mannerism. We can read the words or their right. actions, and sometimes it's through their eyes. The eyes are the windows to the soul, right? right. Um, and sometimes, you know, I have a friend, and she, um, she is just no joke. She say, I smell bullshit from a mile away. This is bullshit, <laughs> and I'm about to turn around because I don't have no place in this, and, you know, and what? <laughs> and I that's just you. what it I is, and she's just completely <laughs> open and honest about you know, and, and vocal about it. And it's, you know, it's liberating. Every time, you know, we hang out, it's like, yes, <laughs> you understand, you know, and some people are, you know, not clear, you know, with, you know, those, those things, right. And people just nowadays, people are just so internalized because they'd rather talk to a stranger on social media. But anyway, that's another podcast. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta have podcasts. Listen, I'm giving you a lot of ideas. I'm gonna send you a new voice. Right, they're gonna be like, you only have one guest on here. (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, but yeah, the moment I found out I was an empath, it's because I had to put something into a word, a term, right? 
to to kind of describe these right. these things and it's like god all of these things i know that i'm you know, I'm not, I don't know everything because I'm human, right? But I also know certain right. things and I know it and I see it, I dream it, I feel it, you know, and, and it comes to pass. What are these things? What are these things called? What is it? Um, now to, to um, you're jogging my memory because to rewind a little bit, um, I was really sick for seven years straight. Like I was not able to, hold food down, you know, I'd, you know, regurgitate a lot. I I didn't know what was wrong with me at all. I worked in Chicago with a, an amazing um, doctor who was a naturopath. And um, she was my very first mentor. um, And she taught me a lot of stuff. So she'd do a lot of natural medicine on me, acupuncture and, you know, everything. And she, you know, helped me with you know, this sickness I was feeling. Um, but we couldn't understand where it came from. So I went to doctor after doctor, diagnoses after diagnoses. Nobody can really understand uh, what was happening. And it wasn't until, um, this was, I was about 25 at the time. So from 25 to about 32, um, now I'm, I'm telling my age, cause I'm <laughs> way past 32, but anyway, <laughs> um, so, um, but so about from 25 to, to 32, I was really, really, really sick. Um, and you know, um, didn't know what it was. And so I was functioning with that. Um, and then it wasn't until I went to, um, several other different doctors when I moved to Georgia, um, I've been, you know, here for 10 years now, but, um, but I moved to Georgia and, you know, I was just like, okay, I've had enough. I don't understand why I get sick every morning. Um, I don't understand what that is. And I did study, um, Chinese medicine. So, um, a lot of the times Chinese medicine, you, you go trace that back. It traces to a meridian point or an organ in your body. Right. So if you right. feel sick, um, nauseated or headache or whatever at a certain time frame, let's say, let's throw it out there, nine, no, let's say 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. If you just feel like that uh, from a certain time frame, check that, check that meridian point. You can Google that. Um, just Google sick between 11 p.m. and, and 2 a.m., all right? And so, right. you know, something right. will pop up in Chinese medicine. But check that meridian point and check that um, where it goes to. It always traces back to an organ, right? So with that, I traced it back to my, of course, my intestines and my liver. Um, and so I didn't understand what was going on with that. And so I was Googling my butt off. And, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, where, you know, what's the, what's the catch? What's the concept? Why can't I, you know, if I'm a healer, I can't heal anybody if I'm not well. What's going on with this? You know, um, and then at that moment, you know, I mean, I heard another voice from God and, you know, God spoke to me and said, you're a teacher. Um. And, you know, at that point, you know, I just went into straight worship, you know, and, you know, any, any God fear person know exactly what that straight into work. Okay. 
I went straight into worship and, you know, I was just asking for those answers. And then after I got up and wiped all the tears from my face, um, you know, I got this message, you know, and said, look up this word. And so I Google, I didn't even know how to spell it. I Googled it and all of these things popped up. And, you know, like you said, the, with the lady, she had the, you know, answer these questions and to see if you're an empath. I did the whole thing. Um, and it just wasn't, but like bullet point after bullet point, it was like targeted. You are this, you are that. And sometimes you may feel this and sometimes you may know that and others don't really understand because, you know, they don't see it from your perspective and, you know, and it was bullet point after bullet point and that was targeted. And that was the moment that I literally took back my power um, with my emotional self, right? And started to understand how to clear all of that energy. And I understood that I was after all of those years of me working as a healer in Chicago and then moving to Atlanta to a new city and trying to restart and rebuild my build business from scratch in a new place where I didn't know anybody. I'm taking on all of this energy and all these other people's right. energy to the point where it physically made me sick. Mm. Right. And that wow. is why I was, you know, taking on all of this. And I didn't understand that until I went into that, that full worship moment and I got that message, you know, and God was like, you're a teacher. This is why. Wow. <laughs> and so wow. I said, okay, um, all right, let's, let's see what we can do about this. And so, you know, that was about, I don't know, four years ago, five years ago or something. And, you know, ever since then, I've been, you know, learning and growing and working as an empathic healer. Wow. Wow. I love it. Like, I think you're super amazing. And it's just so refreshing to talk to someone who, you know, doesn't, that scratches beneath, you know, the surface of just regular conversation. And you just mentioned something so important, which we talked about and we touched on last episode was taking on just not only your own experiences, but other, other people's experiences that may weigh heavy. So we talked about self-love, talked about taking on emotions, on others emotional energies and I want to dive into that a little more um how does a person who is struggling with finding balance between being the shoulder to lean on and their own peace how how can a person practice like finding that balance between the two so being a shoulder to lean on and then finding their own peace yeah so I know last time yeah so we talked about you know, just taking on other people's emotional baggage, but also, you know, not letting that affect how we show up in the world as well. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Isn't that what um, most women do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> isn't that the strength of a woman? Right. Yes. yes. We, we carry the seed, you know, and we bear the, um, the cross, you know, for a lot of yes. people. Right. So um, the, the, the important thing is that that answer is within that question, right? 
what are you trying to heal from this person? What is right. it that you, you know, how do you allow these people to gravitate to you? And what, are, what is the trend of these people? Do you you're um, a business strategist. Is it more about the how-tos with startups? Or is it, you know, more about I'm struggling with this financially. Can you, you know, help me start a business real quick so I can, you know, whatever. Or is it something about, you know, their personal or emotional uh, life? What, what yeah. is it is what's the trend that these people gravitate, you know, to you for, and I'm not saying you personally, but you know, you as yeah, an example, um, but just just saying, what's the trend of that? My trend was, you yeah. know, like I told you in the last podcast, um, emotional abuse, domestic abuse, um, some recovery from some sort of trauma, whether it's post-operative or whether it's a life experience or something, that was the trend. And so I made that, you know, my, my stance within my business, you know, to help, um, you know, people through those things. It's, it's just about emotional release, right? right. So um, when someone's trying to find the balance between helping others and, and helping themselves, like I said, the answer is within that question, what are you trying to heal from those people? And what is that trend? you know, that you keep getting gravitated yeah. to you. Um, and that's your answer. That's something that, okay, well, I need to do something. If they keep coming to me about business advice, I need to do something about this. How do I assist yeah. more people, you know, with this and how, you know, and of course, if you don't want a nonprofit, then, you know, how do you monetize off of it, right? Or if you want to just give back to the community, how do I start a nonprofit? How do I open up this for, for more people, right? Or if it's emotional, you know, um, like me, I opened up a healing studio. I changed the name, you know, from another name that I called myself in Chicago until, you know, I moved to Atlanta and I was the wellness sanctuary, right? Because I needed to, right. you know, have a staple where people can come for a place of refuge, you know. So it, it's it's about that, you know, figuring out what that trend is. Why are people on your shoulders all the time? Right, right. Now, would you suggest that people take that, like, like you were saying, what do people come to you for, basically? Would you like suggest that people of course tune into that um but not only tune into that to see how they can seek to help more people who are attracted to them for that reason like you said um for an example for myself if people are coming to me more to learn about the foundational structures of how to build a profitable brand you know is that something that you would make your messaging or your position into the world is what I'm trying to ask. Um, or is that something that they should try to, because I guess, how can I say this? What I'm trying to understand for most people who may come across this podcast and hear this interview and they're trying to seek, like, why am I always attracting this? Is this something that they should turn from a negative to a positive or filter out some things that you know are happening in their own lives to attract these type of energy oh I, I totally understand um yeah so what I said before 
and understanding the power of no. Okay. So you know it, it's okay to just to do that. I mean, you're not mean if you say no. You know, it's it's okay to do that. So I mean, we you know attract all of these you know <laughs> different energies. You know, in our normal daily walk in life, right? Right. Um, I. You know, I, t- I told you for myself, I get a lot of people that come to me and they're just in duress and they are just in this dire need for X, Y, and Z, you know, help. And, you know, sometimes I literally say, listen, this is as far as I can go. You know, I can't help you with everything. Why don't I suggest that I refer you to someone else who can better assist you? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a really nice way to say no. right but you can also say no and just say listen it's too much you know and you don't have to you know um you don't have to tickle tickle everybody's chin you know and everybody doesn't have to like how your no is right it's just about your boundaries and what's appropriate for you and what makes you feel comfortable you know, because in the long run, that's what you're going to sit down with yourself at the end of the day. And you're always going to be with yourself. So, you know, why <laughs> why not? It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and the reason I asked that question is because, you know, there's a definite, a definitely for me, where I have those moments where I'm like, is this a part of my purpose? Because I definitely believe we all have people attached to us and we go through experiences and we have life experiences um, because number one, you know, God finds us fit or whomever you believe in your higher source believes that, you know, that you are capable of going through this um, to help someone else get through later on. However, I know sometimes those experiences and those moments you are past um to a particular point to where if someone triggers something that you haven't completely healed from it's one of those (coughs) things like you were saying earlier like I'm a healer and if I can't heal myself then you know what am I doing so I know like um to my point, like I said, I feel like we have people who are connected to to us, of course. That's why I preach so much on, you know, standing up and showing up in your purpose because without you actually believing in, you know, fulfilling your purpose, other people are not able to fulfill theirs. However, like you said, with those boundaries in place, um, we still have to understand we are humans and we're still emotional beings and especially females. Um, it's a lot more to that than just saying, you know, I'm be open and very vulnerable because we still have those moments that are trigger points, if that makes sense. Of course, um, we all have those triggering moments. I totally have my triggers and I sometimes I, you know, <laughs> have to understand that not everything deserves a reaction. Right. But I also know that some things do. Because we need to stop beating ourselves up for having some response to something that is annoying and it's, you know, not 
um, fulfilling and it's just itching at your soul. We have to stop beating ourselves up from have for having a response. Um, I am all about um, not taking on everybody as a client. Yes, I love and it. you know, I also am all about hey, if I skipped my intuition and did accept this person as a client, then okay, um, I take accountability for allowing that to happen, but that's as far as I go. <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs> everything else is not my fault. And we have to stop beating ourselves up and thinking that we're not doing enough or that this person came to us and they were just was in really it, of a need or, you know, we thought that person was the right person to connect with, you know, or whatever it was. And it's like, accept your end and leave it at right. that. If that other person is not prepared to take their end and take accountability for that, that has absolutely nothing to do with you. And then secondly, or thirdly, we don't always have to give that person that benefit of saying, you know, um, or, or taking accountability in front of them. We talk to the creator, right? We take the accountability to the creator, right? Well, especially if that person is like uh, nerve wrenching and that person is a nuisance, right? Um, of course not. That's going to give them even more power, you know, or think, you know, thought that they are having some sort of power over you. If you, you know, take accountability in front of them. Right. Um, yes. And and not don't twist this in any way. That's not what I'm, I'm not saying. Don't take accountability in front of, the, you know, that person. But I'm saying um, sometimes you don't have to. You know, and sometimes you right. knowing that internally it was my fault for allowing this to happen. And that's just it. Um, other times it's you need to take accountability for your end because I don't think that I can serve you anymore. I don't think I can help you anymore. Um, you're calling too much. You're, you're knocking on my door too much. You're asking for too much. Um, just this morning, some random person emailed me. They didn't tell me who they were. They didn't address themselves. They didn't say hello or anything. They just literally left an email. Hey, what's your address? <laughs> I know you were like, what? Yeah. Um, I thought about not responding to that, but I did. I responded and I said, you know what? If you are interested in being a client, I would love to assist you. And I never heard right. from that person again, you know? So there's a that, way yeah. to address it. You know, there's a way, you know, because what if that person was an elderly person? What if that person was handicapped? What if that, you didn't, I don't know that person's situation, right? Because we didn't communicate right. that. So, you know, if I would have left that un, you know, un, unanswered, you know, who would have known what the problem was? And now we're in this unconcerning, unempathetic society where people are just, they look right past you and don't even bother to even, you know, acknowledge that there's other people around them. <laughs> You're right. You know, Definitely. I mean, that's, you know, we have to acknowledge just, you know, we don't know everybody's story, you know, and there's some sympathy that needs to happen. 
you know, an engagement at least. You know, you have the grocery right. store and you walk past somebody in the aisle. You don't have to be obligated to say hello to them all the time. But if you're making eye contact, why not? Right. <laughs> don't just stare at me like I'm a stone wall. Like, wait, come on, y'all. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is such the weirdest thing because for me, it's like if we make eye contact and we're going to totally act like, we just did not do that it's, it leaves me feeling like what was that about like you know like even if it's just like a smile or a hey and I guess maybe because I'm more of a social being I'm more outgoing so if somebody look at me I'm immediately like hey like but it's like you know like you said we're in a world now where we're more connected to our phones and you know like things that are not even real versus the human connection. And like, to your point, um, I think for me, it's just like a lot of people, when I see that happen, I see like a lot of lack of communication, like going up. And I'm not saying this is for all people, but people just don't have those social skills and it's not to judge, but it almost makes me wonder like, was this how your household communicated? You know, was it moments where, you know, y'all were in the same household and y'all did not speak? Or, you know, like, what was that social part of your life growing up? Because to literally see someone and you make eye contact and it's small things like this, like, and it's just because of the example that you use that people don't even acknowledge that point. So when we talk about like these type of conversations, um, I read a lot of um, spiritual books, Toltec wisdom, because I'm just interested in just knowing, knowing beyond myself. And it's just like, you know, we live in a world where a lot of people are not healing, they're not dealing. And it's almost like they're recreating their same world from childhood and, you know, how their parents responded to them and how, you know, they responded to their parents. And then it just kind of, you know, funnels and it becomes like <laughs> this generational thing of creating beings where it was like we were put here to love and be light so I really love that you touched on that because we're just not aware of because sometimes it's just like unconsciously we walk around and we just don't know what we do yeah. And, you know, more importantly, a lot of people don't know what love is, you know, and I think that's a really important touch point. A lot of people don't know what love is. Yeah. And they don't know their worth. Nor their value. And this yeah. is that leads to, you know, um, the lack of purpose. You know, yeah. and this is what people are, are you know, um, thriving for. And, you know, in and I just always say in today's society, because it's just kind of a, I guess, a talking point. Right. That leads up to how we are now today, where you see a lot of people who just have a need to be heard. Right. And I say yeah. that the society of people who do not know how to communicate um 
that's a, a one issue. And we, we have to touch on like anxiety and social issues and stuff um, to, to kind of put a drawing line between this other um, this other thing that I'm about to talk about, but societal um, pressures and communication issues and anxiety and stuff is one thing, but also control is another, right? A lot of people think that they know everything, you know? And, you know, I understand when you're at a certain age and, you know, you talk about, um, young adulthood and teenagers and whatever, you know, generation they want to pop out and claim somebody as, you know, um, they always just typecast people, but they always put it toward a certain age group, right? And you know right. for sure that when you were a teenager, you thought that you knew everything. You thought that you was halfway grown. Yes, if not all the way grown. <laughs> right, yeah. And so I think that it's just this thing that is just kind of broadcasted out into like 2019 where it's like nobody wants to be told what to do because everybody is an entrepreneur, right? <laughs> Everybody's, wow, you yes. know, everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody's on the grind and a hustle and everybody wants this million dollars and everybody wants, you know, the, this lifestyle or whatever it is that, and it's all a false sense of self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? And it's all about having control, right? And so we have to understand what the difference is between having control and wanting to be heard, right? right? Do you, or is it just something that you need to, you know, somebody to hear? You know, this is why I open up the floor to my clients. What's your story? You know, what, you know, in the Hey Lovely conference coming up in, in March, shameless plug, March 20th, 2020, the Hey Lovely Self-Love Conference um, or retreat is happening. Um, and so we are talking about survival, right? And so we're going to dig deep into what that means, especially for us women, right? We're scratching at the, the clawing at, you know, um, chalkboards, you know, um, through life. Why? What are we trying to survive from, right? What is underneath all of that, right? Do we need to have control all the time or do we just need to be heard right 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 and it's almost like our inner child is screaming to come out and play and I always think like we all still have our inner child inside of us who is a being and you know who also you didn't have time to grow so that's anything from childhood traumas and you know um childhood I mean generational um things that you've learned either from parents or grandparents or whomever you was raised from and I always talk about that like I always feel for people like I don't uh it's rare that you would hear me talk about anybody um because as I heal from my own traumas I realize that we all have like these inner beings and anytime that someone lashes out or they're angry or they're acting bratty or something like that, I always say like, there's an inner child in you that's wanting to be heard, <laughs> that's wanting to be seen. <clears throat> and instead of being an adult about, you know, the situation and communicating, um, 
those wants or those needs or those desires or, you know, where you felt you were wrong that or where you felt um, someone could have treated you differently or you would have preferred them to do this instead of communicating these things we act out by displaying other behaviors. And I like to refer to it as, you know, your inner child um, because it didn't grow and it didn't mature enough to know how to communicate uh, what's wrong. It only knows what to do is childlike behavior, which is the tantrums and the silent treatments and the, you know, I'm not talking to you into this or I'm not doing this until you do this type of responses. So um, to that point, like what have you seen has been the hardest part for people to really, truly practice self-love? Well, the hardest part is um, really knowing that is a lot deeper than what is publicized. Right. (laughs) And um, I think that I can't um, relay that or repeat that enough. I'm always repeating um, the same, you know, thing over and over to different people about what that is. Um, A a lot of my clients, they come in and they have the same problems over and over and over again, right? And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. what did we discuss last time, you know? Um, did, Did we follow through with, you know, meditation? Did we follow through with prayer did we follow through with you know any other things and they you know agree yes I did yes I did okay well did you find a solution to the problem right and so a lot of times they're stuck with that you know and so that is where they are left off okay and so we have to understand Mm -hmm. that not everything is for us to you know fix per se Right. Some things are just for to, you know, be (laughs) be, you know, not as it is, but, you know, we can. okay. so my statement is. You can't control everything, but you can control the energy around you. Mm -hmm. Right. I love it. So if if there is a problem or situation that you feel like you're stuck or you're running a brick wall toward, um change the energy around that, you know? Um, Sometimes I just have to tell people, listen, I'm gonna just leave this to God and just go on about my business and and create some new energy around this space because I can't, this isn't healthy for me to continue, right? Right. Um, Sometimes people just like to argue. They just like to argue up a brick wall, uh, up you up a, uh, I can't even talk right right now. Argue, uh, argue you up a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) They want the last word all the time. They just want, you know, their side or their perspective of things to be right. And that's just what it is. I had a whole argument with this one young lady who decided to come into my studio and just de- demand a refund. For what? You got your services? You know, uh, what's going on? What happened? <laughs> right. You found what's going on. Yeah, uh, you know, and she couldn't find an answer. The only thing that she could do was try to provoke some sort of 
anger or reaction out of me through arguing with me, you know? And I just said, you know what? Where is my, um, you know, my, uh, my teal? Let me get my teal. Um, let me give you half of your money back. Here's your money. Right. Be gone. Get the f- out of my studio. Right. right. And now I got to go right. sage and pray because listen, right. I'm going to get that money back, but I do not want her back as a client. You know, don't come back into my studio because you're just bringing some energy that is not conducive to what the wellness sanctuary is all about. I had to send her a, um, a, uh, a, a letter of dismissal, you know, do not return back to my studio because you don't offer any positivity you don't have a need and you're not ready yes and that's just it and if you want to respond or if you don't want to respond i do not i no longer care (laughs) this is just something i'm just going to leave up to god you know and that's just it yeah yeah i love it i love it and to speak on energies that kind of segues us into the next question Um, I am a firm believer in negative energy and blockages caused from unconscious or conscious experiences. And to that point, um, do you believe that negative energies, especially something like that, that obviously alters how you're feeling in that moment? um, How can a person unblock these blockages? Perfect. Because you said it good the first time. You said unconscious decisions, right? And that was right the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because we don't understand the energy, you know, that, you know, we have some people who are negative and just disgusting people. They don't understand their how their behavior is affecting others. Right. So it is unconscious. It is. They're not using, you know, their right minds. Maybe it's altered by some means. You know, mental health is a very, you know, hot topic um, of of discussion. And, you know, you got a lot of people abusing, you know, all sorts of drugs, you know, out there. You just never know what their mental state is. But it is an unconscious decision to be ignorant. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so <laughs> since it is the holiday season, fala la la la, we're about to celebrate <laughs> Thanksgiving. We're about to be around some good old food, but also some family members. Um, after Thanksgiving, we got Christmas, the New Year's, all of this fun, enlightening stuff. And we, you got the Hallmark movies coming out and Lifetime got this challenge to watch all these very amazing Christmas movies that always have this happy ending with the family, right? Right. Not in real life, okay? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to save that for Hallmark and Lifetime. Um, But for this podcast, we're going to talk about some realities of how to clear your energy, right? Yes. So, I wrote a whole list. (laughs) And so we can go, I don't know how much time we have, but we can go through as much of this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We can go through as much of this list as possible, right? So 
number one, drawing back to my statement, you can't control everything, but you can only uh, control and change the energy around you. Right. Right. Um, and then with that comes self-control. Right. Yes. But also um, understanding that you have a voice too. Right. Because mm. um, we're going to be around our families. We're going to be around friends and loved ones. Right. And a lot of times, you know, there's a, a lot of us who just feel like they get drowned out, you know, in all the conundrum of the family. You know, they don't fit in, right? right? Um, yeah. And there's a lot of us out there that fits, that feels that way, right? I was certainly one of those because, I mean, I'm an empath. I'm sitting there and I'm absorbing all of this energy and not even understanding what I'm doing, you know? Um, and so not even understanding how to even have a voice around that, you know? Um, so it was either I was very reverted and quiet or I just, I got just as loud as everybody else in the room, right? And so there was no middle or in between, right? So, you know, sometimes we have to find that balance. We have to find that in between, right? Um, a lot of us will be really phony <laughs> around, you know, the, yes. the family members and stuff that we just really don't like but it's not about being phony it's about you don't have to engage right you don't have mm -hmm. to always be yeah. obligated to engage because what your family will say is out of love you're supposed to do x y and z but then once we mm -hmm. discover what love is yeah right yes. we can understand that's not love. And I'm not obligated to always do this this way, right? And yeah. um, that is very important and a very powerful statement, right? And that also yeah. comes with the importance of knowing your worth, mm. right? And that's not belittling anybody or not coming into, you know, the, the family gathering with a fur coat on and some red bottoms and just saying, right. you know, I am all that because I'm doing well and you're not. No, that's shame on you. That's that's ignorant. <laughs> right. Definitely. Yeah. But it's it's important to know where you fit in in that dynamic at that time. Right. Are you the big cousin? Are you the little sister? Are you the whatever it is? Right. Because when you go anybody who is not from where they are living now, like a lot of people in Atlanta ain't from Atlanta. Right. right. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. So I'm one. So when you go back to your hometown, you're always going to be that person before you left. Of course. Yes. Yeah. And I'm little. I'm four foot 11, five feet, you know, on a good day, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I mean, I get treated like I'm 12 a lot, you know, still get called by my nickname and grandma, she ain't budging, you know, and mm. she's a matriarch and she'll still pop you in your third eye real quick. You know, <laughs> but, you know right. and it's just some of those things that you have to really accept, you know, with that, 
but also understanding that, okay, y'all, I'm, you know, pushing 40 right now. So I'm not about to be like, <laughs> I mean, I can be, you know, the little, you know, person that you, you know, think you see for a little while, but I'm going to tell you, listen, right. I'm an adult and this is what I need. I need to have respect, you know, mm. and this is, yes. It. And this is what my place needs to be right now, you know, and that's that. And if they're not willing to give you the respect that you just asked for politely, mm then that has nothing to do with you. You don't have to engage further. Right. Right. And then that's just it, you know, because, you know, the family dynamics get way thrown off when people don't know where they fit in at that particular time. Right. And then that's why you get that one cousin that come and drive <laughs> through and get them a plate and say, hey, and it's all love. But then they all of a sudden got another get together to go through, go to, right? Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's all about yeah. just doing that. Hey, if you really don't like that energy, but you really love your mama's dressing, okay, go and get you a plate of dressing, and then you know, <laughs> make it a point to get going, right? And keep moving. That's it. But it's important to know your yeah. worth, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as a human as well, and I love that you speak, you spoke on family, because a lot of times, you know, and you hit it nail on the head, like, because they're your family, because they watch you, uh, watch you grow, grow up over time. Um, it's to that point to where they always are going to see you as little Johnny, you know, no matter how much money you make, how, you know, successfully Longest, um, you know, you're trying to prove yourself constantly, and especially, I know for myself, it's a lot of things where I'm like, you know, I love my family, but I just don't agree with certain things, and it's just like that is what it is, and I leave it at that. I don't go into any depths about it, what I would change. I just know that I'm responsible for me and my boundaries that I have when it comes to, you know, interaction. And I think a lot of times, um, and again, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so my own, but, you know, other people, and they were talking about that. Like, you know, a lot of people get caught up in, you know, well, this is my mom and, you know, um, my mom knows what's best, but it's like, you know, that, that's not true. That's not to be true. You, of course, your parents have your best interest. However, um, a guy today, he was speaking about on a podcast um about how his mom told him and this was like oh how the internet he shouldn't be invested in the internet because it wasn't going to be around for long and he was like you know with all due respect if he would have listened to his mom at that you know what would his life have been not that he doesn't have your use her opinion but sometimes you know families don't know your worth because is only as much as they know themselves so um <laughs> to your point where it's like people like passing by like hey i love you your dressing's good however you know we're speaking on energies to protect your space and your energy you have to know how to maneuver in a way that is conducive to yourself you know without frustrating 
you know, <laughs> yourself at that moment and neglecting all the work that you have practiced to get to this point in place in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, it, that's very important, you know, knowing where your role is, you know, and even as an adult, you know, and we, like I said, always bring back that, you know, little young person, you know, you know, little girl or little, you know, boy or whatever that we were, when we were right. around our family, it's just because that's what they know, you know, and right. um, at this point, I make it a point to give the utmost respect to my mom and my grandma and my aunties and uncle. Right. Right. Um, Because they are are my elders, you know, Um, my grandma, of course, she birthed my mom. You know, my dad's mom is passed away, but she was highly respected. You know, Um, my aunts, you know, they helped all help to raise us, right? It takes a village, you know, and just like us, you know, I helped to raise my nieces, you know, and, you know, we we're all together as siblings, right? And grown up. So we have to give some type of respect, even if we don't agree Mm -hmm. with our parents or grandparents or anything or somebody in our family, um, we have to give some sort of respect to our elders, right? So even if my my mom or my dad or whatever is 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 wrong, I always ways follow up with saying I am you know I I don't agree, sir. Right. You know, or um, mommy, I love you so much, but um, that didn't sound right, ma'am. You know, or mm-hmm. something of that sort, right? Um, now right. this isn't for everybody, but I'm just saying what I do, um, just to kind of throw some respect in there, but also understanding that, Hey, I'm a grown up now and I do have my own opinion and I do have my own, um, you know, boundaries, you know, and this is where I, I need to draw the line. And this is when I need to ask for respect, or this is when I need to agree to disagree, you know, mm. and, and just keep that moving. Right. A lot of times right. it's not even worth to argue or worth to, you know, get your energy all going and riled up. It, the holidays, man, it's so much energy surrounding this, right? Because it's everybody, you know, like I said, the hallmark and lifetime, everything is all, you know, happy. And, you know, when you see these spoofy movies and somebody slips on the snow and then they wake up and they find their Prince Charming, you know, <laughs> You know, <laughs> and it's like, it. you know, I, I don't know whose story was like that, maybe 1% of the world, but, you know, it's just, it's just not like that. You know, we have to get into the reality of things, right? So, right. you know, knowing your worth and knowing your place in your family dynamics is very important um, yes. because knowing your worth is your power. Yes. You know, and that will give you the power to ask for that respect or say nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Right. Thanksgiving is a great time to say nothing because you have a lot of food to be stuffing your face with. Right. Right. (laughs) Oh, I can't respond because these, you know, you know, sweet potatoes so good. You know, (laughs) 
Who made this? Oh man, Auntie, that was man, real good. Oh yeah, you put some extra and cinnamon and nutmeg in this. Oh, that's fire. Okay, you know, <laughs> divert the attention, divert the energy. There's always going to be some phenomena that happens when you're around family. And you know, like I said, depression and anxiety. It gets worse around this time because everybody publicizes the season to be so happy and jolly, but not everybody right. is happy and jolly. Yeah. Right? You're right. And that's important to know that. That's important. Very important. If you're not the if you're the one that is not happy, you know, then what is the solution? What can you do about this? Are you mentally well enough? to go into these family dynamics? Or is it best for you to be by yourself or volunteer or do some other thing, right? What is mentally right. best for you during these holidays, right? What's healthy? Right. We have to make healthier mental decisions, right? So that's important to you know um, understand how when we're talking about how to clear your energy. Um, and we talked yes. about that worth and your worth is your power. Um, we touched earlier about uh, control. <laughs> yes, definitely. Understanding, but it's important to understand what the difference is between being an empath or a control freak, right? Yes. Because empaths, you know, we feel a lot of things and we feel a lot of energy and we know certain things by via our intuition, right? Um, and so we go into a room and we say, that's not a good, the energy is not good in this room. Something is off. It's cloudy up in there. I think I'm gonna just go ahead mm -hmm. and turn the other way. Or a lot of times we just take a chance and say, maybe I can be the light in this room, right? Right. Um, but a control freak wants to change everything. They want to control the dynamics of everything, how people are supposed to respond or act, right? But you're not supposed to say that, you know, or, you know, they stifle. You know, we always got that one person in our family, I always stifle people. Don't say that. Why did you say right. that? You know? <laughs> right, right. And then, you know, people don't have the, the, the ability to give their full input on stuff because they're always cut off before they finish their sentence. Yes, I agree. I agree. And like, is that, I already kind of feel like I know why, but is it because people are just not ready to receive that at the moment? of what you're speaking or you know because we live in a world where it's like let's not hurt anybody's feelings let's not and that's why a lot of things are happening in the way that they're happening that's why you know um people are having kids and these kids are dealing with you know identity issues and you know um again the whole social thing um because I really feel like people are not wanting to have those hard conversations or those challenging conversations and even with our own friends and it starts at home because we can't change the world if we're afraid of the people that we love the most like I feel like if you say that you love me I want to know the hard things I want you to tell me you know okay Tayani like you're really 
fucking up right now <laughs> like but I feel like we leave we live in a world where people are kind of wanting to band-aid everything like we don't want people's feelings to be hurt too much we want to you know make sure that we let our friends know that we support their businesses which is great but if it's not a great product let that person know like don't put let anybody be have mediocre because you want because everything is a feeling like um so do you think it's just because people don't want to face the hard truths or again like we're just kind of living in a band-aid world <laughs> yeah um i think that is more that people don't uh don't like the truth yeah it's um or they didn't think about it that way i always never fails have a person that tells me i didn't think about it that way i didn't look yeah. at it this in this manner you make a lot of sense and you gave me a lot of clarity i get that all the time and I'm like, this is, it sounds so simple to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But understanding that people right. don't look at, at it that way when they're coming from selfish intent. You right. know, me, 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 I, 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 you know, and this is why people mm -hmm. are like so band-aided and everything um, and, and so free with other aspects. It's like, stop giving everybody so much access to, you know, there, I mean, this is a free world and a free country, but stop giving so many people so much access to all of this, these options, right? right. That they can't even um, articulate themselves, right? right? Now, if you can understand what these options mean, fine, go for it, choose as much as you want, but don't give them all these options that they can't, don't even understand yet, right? It really right. annoys me when I get people who, I call it the Ori's, the or syndrome, right? And people always end their statement with or, right? Mm, <laughs> I can't yes, stand yes. that. Oh, well, do you want me to yes. call you or email you or call and text or DM you or, you know, it's just like, <laughs> And, uh, you know, now I say, or what? What is the other option you're going right. to give yourself? Which one? Right. <laughs> because either right. way, you're going to be able to reach me. Right? And yeah. I say, you know, I, I always yeah. tell people, slow down. Slow down. How many ors are you going to give yourself? <laughs> right. Too many Before options. You and you got the answer within your question. Run, you're running right. off all of these questions and somewhere is one of those are the answers. Take your time and think about that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> yeah. And that's typically what it is. It's just like always like, oh, I didn't know. You know, and it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, but again, again, it's, and it's not to judge anyone. So I don't want anybody to think like, you know, we're looking down or saying this is common sense because I understand because I've been there before. However, I think, you know, I just want everybody to get to a place where we're grounded and we're centered and we're able to allow, you know, our inner being to speak to us because a lot of times, like, like you said, either we're oaring ourselves to death or we're like running in circles looking for solutions and 
um, solutions to our problems. And all we need to do is turn in, in, inwardly to see and to hear, you know, what it is that we're supposed to do. And um, I think like everything you're saying is just like, it's super important. It's super informative because I don't know. I'm just in this place in my life where I'm like, okay, I want transformation to take place. I know everyone is not going to get it. Everybody's not going to be receptive of it. Everybody's not ready for it. However, for those who are in those gray areas of their life, who are looking to make it to the other side of being conscious about, you know, their behaviors and how they're showing up and why things are happening in their lives. And, you know, they're attracting these type of people that they're attracting and why they feel like they can't, they take two steps forward and 10 steps back. Like what's happening in their own lives is just like conversations like this. Like it could be so simple if you just silence the outside noise and you just allowed life and transformation to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it definitely wasn't, you know, and, you know, I wasn't we weren't communicating on, on the, you know, all these options that we give ourselves to <laughs> right. condescend anyone. Right. Um, I'm just saying, right. you know, um, to talk about the, you know, how we clear our energy and, you know, knowing our worth and, you know, the difference between uh, being an empath and um, having, you know, um, a need for control um, and, you know, knowing that our worth is power, you know, and we all want some sort of transformation to take place. And, you know, um, I, I always have to take a, a step back and say, I am constantly transforming. What am I doing? Right. right? Like, what am I, I'm talking about this bigger thing that I want or whatever it is that I want, or this different thing that I want. And I look in the mirror and it's like, I'm constantly transforming. Right. right? This is the answer. You know, we're constantly growing and knowing and learning and we will never know the big picture. Right. You know, because we're not God. We are God-esque and God-like, you know, but we are not ex yeah. him or it, you know, whatever you want to claim yeah. it to be, right? So we are made in the mm -hmm. image and we're at hands and feet of God. So the only answer to that is being the change, you know, yeah. and then that's it. And then when we tell people to look inwardly and look at, you know, all of that, that sounds so cliche to a lot of people now because they're so commercialized with, you know, these self-love gurus and all of these people, right, that they yeah. come out and, you know, they do all of these different things. And, you know, and meditation is definitely a big part of what we do at the Wellness Sanctuary, don't get me wrong, but... You know, it's everybody's into yoga and, you know, it's just so superficial right now. Right. And so when yeah. we tell somebody to look within, they say, I'm already looking within. I do yoga every week. I'm not, you know, right. I've changed my lifestyle. You know, I've, you know, eat, I'm eating right. healthy. I've, I've, you know, went to slutty vegan, you know. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shameless yeah. plug for we're them, but um, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're doing the outside work. We're doing like the stuff that makes us feel good temporarily. Yes, but when you know when we get into the deeper subject of generational curses, you know, 
and you know how to break those right and that's a big topic that when I go and do my speaking engagements I talk about because people want to know that I did a really big event last June um and uh with uh Nikki Shepard and Lisa Nichols were on the ticket and here I am being chosen to be on this ticket as a speaker too I'm like what (laughs) me Tiana from Chicago (laughs) I was chosen okay so I um went to Dallas and uh did this 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 topic and we're talking about how to break generational curses through self-love my room was packed Mm. packed Mm. full of people wanting to know how to do this right and so I knew that this was a big opportunity right and also a big topic of discussion and we need to know you know first we need to yeah. lay out what these generational curses are not only from our personal yeah. perspective but from looking at you know our, our life's journey has been the trend you know going on and look at all of our siblings look at all of our aunts and uncles look at all of our cousins look at all of our family line right and trace what that's that thing is right and then what are you doing differently right right? because we're all descendants of our ancestors right and I, i know you see these pictures of of people and they you know trace back their lineage and you know they go way far back and and somehow they look exactly Like their third or fourth cousin removed from like the 1800s. And it's like, that's sick. We all, we come back. We keep coming back. Yes, we keep coming back. That's power and that's powerful, right? And the thing is, we're just a different version of that, you know? Um, And so what are we doing differently to break these generational curses? Some of us are just in this whole toxic mindset of, you know, what our, you know, great grandparents went through, mm-hmm. you know, why are we, st- you know, subconsciously holding that in, in our spirit, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. And I want to talk about that. I know this podcast is a little, it's a lot longer than the other ones, but I'm just loving the conversation because again, like I said, even these generational curses, um, a lot of people don't understand it. They think it's some like spooky happening and it's like, no guys, like literally. Um, and I guess that's why it's so important to really understand and get in tune with reading more and researching more and not just going off of what you're taught because a lot of us, that's that's why our suffering is lying, um, is in our taught behaviors. Because I was taught this, I believe this to be true. So you know, every day I show up in the world, you know, um, practicing and passing along these things that, you know, that you were taught. And I'm not <coughs> saying that anybody was raised wrong or what they was taught was wrong completely. But when you look into yourself, like I said, always turn it inwardly into your inner being and saying, okay, if we're individuals, yes, you were birthed from your, your mom. Your mom is a loving person. Your dad, he was whomever the head of household, whether he was there actively, inactively, however, you know, your family dynamic happened. However, are these taught behaviors what you believe to be true? 
you know, even when I look at how some people respond to children, I just look at that because I'm always like, you know, I had a loving mom. Um, she talked to me a lot. Um, of course, I did get whoopings because I did. I was mouthy. <laughs> However, um, I look at some situations where I'm like, wow, how, how do you discipline your child is pretty much how you were disciplined as a child. And when you start to ask questions, because we don't do that. And it's so weird. And now that I'm an adult and I realized, you know, we don't talk about our parents' traumas. We don't ask our parents what happened in their lives. We don't ask our grandparents, you know, what happened in their lives to really understand who we are today. Um, And that's where we have to get into really understanding our history of beings and not just you and your present body, but you as a person who is being raised by these people who have their own emotional, you know, strongholds, who, you know, are birthed from a lifeline, even for us as being, you know, African-American Black individuals from slavery, which wasn't that long ago. So, you know, we're suffering from post-traumatic slavery syndrome, which, of course, this podcast could go on and on and on and on and on. However, you know, to get back to the point, it's just like (laughs) those generational curses. You know, some of the things people can't move past, they can't move past from because they haven't really, they don't understand where their suffering is coming from. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, dig that deep to even, you know, look at it. It's just on the surface, you know. Oh, well, you know, I'm just an alcoholic, you know, now. But, okay, so what is it that is, you know, that trauma that is being released in your spirit that is where is that coming from you know and you know addiction is a a whole nother topic right and I'm not a a therapist or anything to even you know feel like I can like you know uh diagnose that or anything but what I'm saying is um for an example understanding what that trauma was that led you you know to you know be in that predicament right um, and a lot of us women, you know, we date the wrong people, you know, and we are wondering, like, where is my husband or where, you know, where is our my wife or, you know, whatever. Right. Why am I single for this long? Or, you know, why do I keep attracting, you know, fuck boys? You know, <laughs> what's that right. all about? <laughs> you know, right. and it's like, OK, so sometimes it's what you allow, first of all. And right. secondly, there's something <laughs> to that. You know what? Why is this energy continuously being, you know, uh, attracted to you? Right. Um, I literally had this conversation with the client yesterday. She was sharing a lot of things with me and, you know, opening up, you know, to a lot of her past and everything. And, um, you know, we were literally having this conversation and it was like. What is it that is about you? that is continuously bringing this energy to you when it comes to dating and relationships, right? Right. And, you know, she literally got to the truth of it all. And when she got to the truth, she kind of laughed about it because it was hilarious to her that it was, you know, something that she was doing. And it was, and it wasn't funny to me. (laughs) Right, (laughs) 
And I said, well, this is very serious. You know, no, I'm not your therapist or anything. Um, you know, you're in the healing studio and we can open up and be, you know, very transparent. And, you know, I can share with you very transparently what my thoughts are, <laughs> you know, uh, to this. So, um, you know, we were literally going back and forth with that. But, you know, she, you know, just chuckled at it. And it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do? What are you going, not we, but what are you going to do now? Right. What are you going to do now about this? And how is this going to be fixed? I can, uh, again, another way to, you know, um, to, to uh, respectfully decline to, you know, be Captain Save-A-Ho, you know, don't get <laughs> right not calling my client that, but I'm just using that term, um, is to right. say, I can refer you to someone else who can better assist you, right? right? And so that's exactly what I did. You know, let me refer you to a few people that I know that can better assist you with this. Now that you know what the real answer is, now let's work on it, you know? And I say let's because right. you're my client and I'm pretty sure you're gonna, I'm gonna see you again and we're going to have some more conversations, right? So I'm just that guiding point, right? When it comes to these sorts of things. But people really want to know how to break generational curses. But when I say, going back to the, 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 the beginning of the, the question, um, understanding what that generational curse is, right? right? What is it? Which one is it? Because there's quite a few. And then it, it will take some time. And people are using that statement oh, I'm breaking generational curses because I'm, you know, making all this money. Okay. Um, that could be one generational curse if you came from a line of poverty. I get it. But what, right. what are you doing with it? What are you doing about it? What are you doing to, you know, it, it goes deeper. So, um, you know, with that said, it's just, about knowing what that generational curse is, right? That's step one, right? Talking to an elder in your family, um, looking at your lineage, you know, going and reflecting back on your childhood to see what that, you know, consistent thing is. And then, you know, um, the end part of it, because there's a whole bunch of steps in between, but the end part of it is what is the solution about it, you know? Right. So that's kind of yeah. like, you know, opening up a, um, a, um, a, what is it called? Opening up a, a molecule and finding all this whole other stuff in the middle of it. <laughs> right, right. You know, that's exactly right. what it is. You know, it's, it's science, it's faith, it's life, you know, it's self-question, it's self-doubt. It's truth. All of it. Yes. 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. And I know, like, I know that I want you a part of this podcast again. Um, because I feel like it's so much that we can dive into. Um, I, again, I always told you on the last podcast, like, I love what you're doing. And I want for those who are not familiar with the wellness um, sanctuary, the services that are available to them and um, how they can reach you to connect with you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So, um, follow me, uh, at the wellness sanctuary Inc on, um, Facebook and Instagram, but also you can visit my website at the wellness There's some big announcements that are about to happen. Um, you guys know already about the hate lovely retreat that's happening in March, March 20th of 2020. Um, but there's other big announcements to go that start that's about to happen for our healing studio. And I'm extremely excited. Um, there's a lot of things that are um, just going to be branching out, you know, um, from this. And, you know, just take a look at our website. Um, keep yourself posted on our social media. Um, I'm definitely trying to get better with that in 2020. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's, yeah, that's, I guess, how you're going to be able to reach me. Right. Right. Definitely. And are there like any lasting words that you would like to give our guests? I know we touched on a lot this episode. We had more time. I made sure my afternoon was clear so we could really dive into this conversation. And I think we hit a lot of subjects I pray that there's a lot of transformation and healing and even if it doesn't start through this podcast that the seed was planted for you know um to grow and for those conversations to be had whether it's with family members within your own selves with another person that you think can benefit from this podcast so is there anything lasting that you want to leave with our guests yeah um it's very important because we were talking about how to clear your energy, right. In this podcast. Right. Um, so lasting um, statements with that um, is, is really important to understand that if you don't know um, yourself, then all of these things that we talked about can be very gray. Um, right. And they can be very confusing or they can be taken to be very superficial, right? Um, so always being uh, open to accept the truth with a lot of things, right? Maybe the truth is that you need to step away from something or someone. Maybe the right. truth is that you have more growing to do as we all do, right? Mm -hmm. But in a specific area. Or maybe the truth is you just need to go ahead and just <laughs> see it what it is, right? But uh, purposefully, yeah. you know, being the change, you know, and that's what it's about, you know, um, walking yeah. away for something or doing something about it. If you can't find a solution, then you are it, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. And then um, right. most importantly, understand that there are things that you can change and other things that you need to just go ahead and leave to God. Right. Yeah. Because he'll always give yeah. you the answer. And if you're a believer, you know, um, you know that God is within. Right. So and that's that relationship yeah. that you have and to have a relationship with God. And I say in my book, uh, self-love RX, um, self-love is God's yeah. love, you know, mm. and that's what it is, you know, so um, being understand that and sometimes it's left up to God and that's what I'm going to leave with. <laughs>
Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.